The Mr. Nelson Show. Brought to you by Nelson Theater, where you will find at selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. There you'll find my poor man's mystery science theater treatment of old movies that are pretty crappy. But guess what? You get to watch them with me. Yes, with my smart-ass commentary, cartoon sound effects, crude bathroom humor, and <laughs> inappropriate laugh tracks. Yes, it's just great fun with your old pal, Mr. Nelson. So head over to selfie.com slash Nelson and order some good old crappy movies today. Full films, $1.75. Small short films, 90 cents. Oh my God, it's practically being given away. So help out the Nelson Show and enjoy yourself some destroyed films by yours truly. The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now, it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show! Yes, this is the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 226. Yeah, I know, I'm shocked too, yeah. So, uh, for this episode, I brought back a returning guest, uh, Michael Blair, all the way from across the pond. Uh, He'll be my uh, British uh, correspondent. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on the uh, Brexit situation, which, uh, yes, I know you would have thought that was solved by now, but no, no, <laughs> there's still some stumbling blocks. So, so how's it going over there, Michael? And and welcome back. Oh, well, thank you very much. I'm glad to, nice to be back with you too, Douglas. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it's been it's been difficult. <laughs> it's been difficult, really. I mean, most people in Britain are now. Apart from possibly politicians are just so sick of the whole bloody thing. They really don't care what happens anymore. Right. They just want to over. just make it be over. We just don't stop this nonsense. But of course, even whatever happens by the 29th of March, it's going to make a difference. It's not going to carry on for another two years before yeah. they actually they tie, sever the ties completely. Right. Uh, oh, I don't know. I, I, I started off thinking leaving was a good thing. Now I've been sort of swung around to maybe it's not a good thing. Right. Um, but to be honest, just let it let it stop. <laughs> I just well, spoke that, to someone today whose whose social work people who who their entire funding comes from Europe, right? So if they, you know they work for like a council. So if if that goes, then they're you know they're totally stuck. They all lose their jobs unless there's other funding that suddenly appears for it. So there's a lot more to it, I think, than meets the eye mostly. Yeah. Well, the serious problem uh, comes down to it was uh, the representation in Brussels is pretty uh, almost a facade for the most part. And I think that was, you know, the biggest uh, uh, problem for it of remaining in. But when they came to the negotiations uh, for it, it sounded to me just by my scanning it was that you probably would have been better off just staying in than, than if, if that deal had gone forward, you know, because it... Yeah, it was pretty, yeah, it was pretty much... Well, that's what the, that's why the EU wanted, because basically we're still in the EU. Right. You know, it's that's why they're keen on that, and that's why I'm saying they won't move 
And it's kind of like sort of like brinkmanship now to see who's going to blink first. Right, right. Because I mean, it's like, yeah, because I thought that the complaint being that at least it, while remaining, you had, like I said, the facade of representation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now you didn't even have that. So <laughs> it's a it's a tremendous gravy train to get in, you know to become a European MP, a Euro MP. Yeah. Because you're not actually you're not voting for the person in you know Euro elections. Well, I think there's supposed to be some in May. I don't even know what's happening about that. Oh God, you're, yeah. You don't, you don't get told who the candidate is until after the. After which party wins, and they go, Oh, yeah, old, old Jimmy for down the road, he's the candidate. You go, Are you saying? <laughs> you know, you're not voting for an actual person, you're just voting for a, a party. It's, it's yeah. bizarre. Now, for and Theresa the May, problem. for Theresa May, I, I'm guessing that because the, the threat of Corbyn uh, keeps her in place for the time being. <laughs> that is about all that's keeping her in place. Yeah. If he was well, anybody else, Right, right. Well, he was a more moderate guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he, I think even if he got in, I think he'd be tamed. I think they're more scared of his sidekick, uh, John McDonnell. He's really as a rabid Marxist lunatic. Yeah. He would be quite happy to hang everyone from, you know, the highest yard at him sort of thing. Corbyn's, you know, he's, he's, he would like to be really radical, but I think that's why he goes and meets Hamas and all these other sort of terror groups. It makes him look good. But in actual fact, I think that if he got in, he would be persuaded that it would be a better idea, you know, just sort of toe the line. Yeah, but that's the but hope, you know, and usually you can kind of smooth it over. It says, you want the power or not, <laughs> you know, and then this exactly. is what you got to do and all that other crap that uh, put you in your little place there. Eh, you got to just shuff shuffle that off, you know. And usually so Corbyn, that's what they hope for. Yeah, he hates the EU anyway. I mean, yeah. that's why he basically he won't say, "Well, I want you know," he won't vote for certain things because he doesn't like the EU. He's always hated it. At least he's been true to himself here. Well, there you go. Though he's having support and alarming right, but he's just saying, "I don't care. I don't like the EU. I want to leave anyway." <laughs> no, he's got other people who blocked him because he was like this, you know, this real left wing type person, really, you know, true to his beliefs, but he's still sticking to these beliefs. They don't like these beliefs now. They like these other beliefs. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. well, they like this... the beliefs. They don't like this, I like Europe beliefs. This is all wrong. It's all weird. They don't understand it. <laughs> okay, I don't like Europe beliefs as it is. I'm so confused about who's doing what. I, you know, it's, it's, I, was, I wrote a little piece for um, Castle Journal the other day. And by the time I finished it, I had to reread it to see if I actually, see if I even understood what I'd written. <laughs> yeah. Because there's so many things going on, you know, in your head at the same time. It's just, hey, wait, what about that? We'll put that in. Oh, I don't know. And who did this? And who said that? And, oh, God, you know. Right. Let's leave names out. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ignore I the mean, names. Just my perspective, well, the outside looking in, is always that the more localized the power can be, the better off it is for the people. So, of course, I would have been someone to leave. The problem is I can't help but conclude that uh, Theresa May and the rest are, that's a bit of a portrayal. I mean, the vote's been held. You don't sit around and say, oh, well, how do we do it and do a deal that keeps you pretty much in is uh, that's lying. And uh, it's not a matter of choice. The choice has been made. Uh, well, that's the point people try to make, that there wasn't a democratic vote. Right. Which which passed it, it was a fairly, well, it was a slim majority. It was a, a million people, but it was like yeah. 70%. It was a tiny little amount, 17 million to 16 million or something. That's, I suppose it's tiny in the scale of things, but it's still a lot of people. Right. You know, now, still got the SDP 
pee up here saying we should we actually won the election, we only lost it by ten points, you know the yes. referendum. <laughs> Yes. Well, it was about ten point we almost won it. Just give it to us now. We're we're almost it, a majority. We, no, you're not. Stop it. It it, it doesn't matter if it's by one guy. Exactly, <laughs> it's a majority. Who won, that won. They weren't stupid. Yeah, it's so, quite bizarre. The only we, we, the only thing about small. yeah, the only thing about close votes is that even if when you've won, it's incumbent upon you to remain, be aware of that, and you've got to appeal to that other side on some level. Absolutely. Yeah, in some level, yeah. And uh, most of that should have been hammered out. It would take years over uh, basically all it boils down to is trade and trade agreements among the nations. And you would see that uh, Britain would have an advantage just being there, even though it's not even a part of uh, the EU. It would still uh, just the uh, uh, its location uh, gives it advantages that it would have more beneficial trade agreements than, than the United States would or Mexico and all that. And so uh, that would be rather than holding out of uh, just out of spite, you know, and say, well, we're going to crap on Britain because you didn't stay in. Well, good luck with that, because even though uh, of the economies, Germany's the powerhouse, but uh, Britain's got a lot to offer there. And I I don't the EU, I think, needed Britain more than the other way around in the long run. Yes, And I I think that's what's going to happen at the end of the at the end of all this nonsense, I think Europe is going to capitulate to a degree to allow it to happen because they are going to lose even. They're going to lose more than Britain are going to lose in the oh, long yeah. run, and they yeah. know that. Yeah, that's why they're sort of hardball at the moment, just seeing if they can push it. Right, but it's, I, the, the stark reality is they're going to lose an awful lot more. Yeah, and but I mean, of course, you've got these people saying, "Well, we won't be able to travel. We won't be able to do this." So, we might have to fill in a form to travel. Oh my God, a form! You only go to America. You've got to fill in a bloody book to get in there. And show them every single page and and delete your entire social media history. You know, dear God, it's impossible. Yeah, I got so far through the application, I went, "Oh, wait a minute now." Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to. They're going to let me in and then turn me back. You know, because yeah. it gives it gives them that option. Even if you get a visa, they still have the right to say uh, to you know customs, and you go through. Oh no, no, we don't want you here. Get yeah. out. And I know my luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be so annoying, not to mention embarrassing. Yeah. But we, be... we, may give, we may give it a go sometime, possibly next year. Yeah. We're going to have to try to come back. I mean, they're in, they're in the situation they're in, and if they're trying to just uh, irritate people to the point of, all right, we'll stay, you know, that's... That's <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's a lot to do with it. Yeah, it's to it's to wear people down. Like I said, it's got to a stage where people were just just you know, just get, just do something, just make it yeah. finish. Yeah. Just for two weeks, they were had it was it was wonderful. The news was on about nothing to do with Brexit because you know there were there were people were putting things together for this particular date of these votes, right. and then suddenly yesterday, you know, you turn on the news and it's twenty four hours seven solid Brexit. What the hell happened? Yeah. Oh, there's Votes. I was monumental. It's going to be so far. Nothing's happened. I watched the first <laughs> several votes. But nothing happened. Yeah. All, the, all the amendments were, were voted down. I think one. I think got through towards the end. The SNP put one in. They were defeated. The only people who voted for them was them. Pathetic. <laughs> 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 they had thirty-seven votes. They were defeated by like six hundred and something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll give them another another reason to gripe about their lot in life. Oh, that's why Britain, they ignore us. (laughs) There's only 37. (laughs) 
Well, even if they were able to finagle something like that, where they're basically still in, no, they're uh, still in the game. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't see it lasting because there's cracks all over the EU as an entity. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, well, I mean, we yeah. were in, we were in Crete last year, Douglas, and the the Greeks are so anti EU and anti Britain as well. Right, right. Well, the way we talk, so angry that, that I mean, people are. I wish to, I mean, people I actually personally know whose children have come back to Britain to Britain to work. Yeah, because. Uh, one lady's uh, girl's married to a, a, a Cretan, and uh, her son and daughter both came back to came back to Britain to to live. Yeah, because it's so bad, and it really is bad. I mean, people who spoke to a lady on a plane said, "Oh, I'm I'm just back from London. My both my daughters work in London now because they couldn't get a job in in Greece." So it's it's really bad, and they really don't like the EU. They totally hate Germany. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, Germany, yeah, because they, they basically ruined ruined Greece. Well, ru Greece ruined itself prior to that, of course, when we had right. this such thing. Yeah, we don't pay tax. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't work very much. We we take three days off during the week, and you know this kind of stuff. <laughs> just massive pensions. It was kind of balls up, really. But but they're blaming everybody else now anyway. Yeah, well, that's what they always do with yeah. these situations, especially. Italy's the... screwed as well. Yeah. Even France, I think the I think the EU actually said made France change their budget as well. You know, it's all oh, about yeah, it. yeah, right. It's I mean, uh, it, 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 there were several factors going into this, I and mean, something like the uh, mismanagement that uh, Greece did, uh, especially when you give up your currency to be the 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 euro, well, you don't control that, so you can't print your way to stave off. Uh, no, nothing you can do. Right, so they were stuck like that. So it immediately began to collapse. So you can't keep making these uh, ginormous promises and pensions and all that stuff that you know damn good and well you're not going to make good on it. And uh, just well, well this was the, you had to. There was a certain criteria for joining the the EU or whatever, or the or the, or the, the, this, the latest version of it. And it, yeah. it was the, 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 when they changed the currencies. Yeah, they had, they had to have a. a um, you know, you had to have a, a, a sort of plan, a financial plan that said, yes, the country's economy is really good, just as this. It's all, and they lied. And yes. you went lie because they wanted everybody to be in the bloody euro. Yes. And the countries <laughs> lie. It's Portugal, Spain, Ireland. Oh, yeah, our economies are wonderful. Okay, you say so. That's fine. This. There you go. Right. The shambles. That's why I thought, even at the time, I thought, yeah, it was very wise of Britain to say, we're going to maintain the pound, you know, accept the euro, but. You know the pound still stands, so it's a smart thing to do. Yeah, that was the only way to go about it. I mean, basically, like I keep coming back to it, it all you needed was trade agreements. Uh, you could set out treaties and whatnot about travel and all that, but if that's all the benefit you get. It, it's there's no way you're going to turn it into the United States of Europe. It's not going to work. No, it's it's not it same, doesn't work. It's not the it same situation. Say, well, you can travel across Europe. There's no border sort of thing. Well, what the hell do you need a passport for? Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a million different things, you know, to yeah. travel at any point internally, you need a passport now. Yeah. So what are they finding about There's no, the open borders in Europe? It means nothing. You still need identification. Right. <laughs> it didn't really it's like, you know, if you want to drive from, 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 you know, from the top of Scotland to the south of England, no one's going to ask you for your passport. Yeah. But the moment you step on the plane to do the same thing, you need a passport. <laughs> Is that slightly bizarre? Yeah. <laughs> I can get on a train. And travel all the length and breadth of Britain. I don't need a bloody passport. Wait, <laughs> yeah, need a passport? You know, it, it's bizarre. It's it's insane. Right. So you don't get. So 
I think it was more trouble than it was worth. Um, <laughs> it could have been an easier way to, like I said, trade deals and whatnot. But uh, and then uh, so the, the economy is collapsing uh, over mismanagement. And then uh, the, I think the straw that broke the camel's back was the Syrian refugee crisis. When that happens, cobbled with the idea of uh, uh, governments, and especially in Germany and whatnot, lying about how bad the, the rape situation was at the time and all that sort of thing, that's not going to sit well. Uh, with people and so there's no respect for a leadership that doesn't really give them representation to begin with and it was okay when it was just maybe north africa and people would travel up through africa to come over that was kind of possible but when the middle east when the syrian thing happened which seemed very much like it was a sort of planned deal yeah yeah well yeah somebody was organized they come to europe you know for whatever reason uh, we need some yeah, more exploited people, uh, or what have you? Yeah, exactly. Yes. So in Scotland, admittedly, we need, probably need a higher population. Right, right. It's not been it's not been done very well. You know, it's well. No, it's a difficult it's, thing. There's sort of long claves, you know, people in, they haven't in the past. People kind of integrated into the community. I mean, yeah. the, the Chinese from Hong Kong came to Britain, and they've kind of integrated. They have their own little thing, but they've integrated. They're you know, they right. No problem, and, and people from the Caribbean, they integrated, it's not too bad, but the people that come in from Eastern Europe and from Syria and other parts of the Middle East, they don't really join in. The Polish people did, they came over and they're pretty good, and the Lithuanians, Latvians, that yeah. you know, the Baltic states, they were not, they haven't a problem, but the, the ones from the Romanian, Bulgarian, they don't really mix. Yeah, and that's that's become a problem. Yeah, that's the that's the problem. You see, you can't just shuffle people around, and if you're going no. to be an immigrant, you got to respect the country you're going to. Well, but that doesn't I, seem to well, happen anymore. No, well, I mean, I've always said if I if I went to to Saudi Arabia, right. said let's what's all this with the mosques though? Where's all the churches? Yeah. We want to start. Running. We, I know. We're, we're accepting this crap. We <laughs> we demand our churches. We exactly. don't want this. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, that would last. It would last long enough, wouldn't it? That would be five minutes no. and your head would be gone. <laughs> You'd be lucky to get out. <laughs> You'd be very lucky. You know, so, I mean, was, so the, the idea that people come here and think that they should have their own little, it's like, uh, you know, it's like ghettos. They move into that and, and yeah. they don't want to join anybody else. And I think people should because it's good for the country. Right. Now, political class people, love this because it keeps a group of people that they can keep you know underfoot uh they tell them well everybody here is a racist and that's why they don't like you but don't worry i'm the guy out for you and just keep voting me yeah, in and, and that's all they think about just keep voting for us right and and that's as far as their thinking goes you know and you never never caring about what you're festering and making worse and all that sort of thing and you, you can't just keep telling people they're racist when these are diff, difficult concerns that don't just go away on no, that. You can't, you can't disguise it by calling people racist. The people, maybe there may well be some that are, but the fact is that that, number, that amount and number of people who are all unhappy yeah. are not unhappy because they're racist. They're unhappy because they're living next to someone that they don't like because it's a, it's a mess or whatever. They've got their own, they have their concerns. Right. Or crime or whatever it is, you know? Right, because the, the refugees are miserable because it's a place they don't understand and they don't know anything yeah. and everything's right. an offense to Allah, whatever it is. It's freezing what he's called is miserable. I mean, Jesus, right. I mean, who the yes. wants <laughs> I to stop? I mean, 
or, or Sweden or, or Denmark or whatever. You think, are you mad? Stay where it's warm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're going to move out of Syria, move to Salty, you know, a bit further around the you know, Mediterranean, around there, you know, stay in that yeah. area. Yeah. You can stay here somewhere. This nice warm place It's fine there in the summer. Well, I mean, it also begs the question of the obvious thing about Syria is like, well, you know, Saudi Arabia was just a skip and a hop off to the side. Why did they go there? You know, well, exactly. it's a very well, good question. Yeah, you know. that, yeah, and then Saudi Arabia. Wow, well, we couldn't take it. Well, then why does everybody else have to take it? You know, and it's well, you know, Russia. Russia said, "Piss off! We're not taking any of these people." And then right. that was it. <laughs> yeah. No way. Poland and and uh, Poland and Hungary are, are being lambasted by the EU. I mean, they're part of the EU, but they won't take people in either. They said, "We've right. got enough. That's it. Goodbye. It's not happening." And and that's another crack people. in it. You know, there's only so much you can exactly. do. And he's like, yeah. look, I can barely care for my own people. You can't keep putting this burden on me. And when it's that starts, to, that breaks down the authority of the EU. And then it it, it, it essentially no longer exists when that no, happens. So it's, it's getting to that stage now. Right. That's right. So what, regardless of what happens with Brexit and all that, it's not going to matter because I'm not seeing this thing holding. Uh, you know, you've got fractures all over the place. You, of course, start with Greece yeah. and then Spain. And then now uh, France is having their problem with the Yellow Vest protest, which is spiraling out into other issues beyond just the, uh, uh, what was it, the carbon tax and all that sort yep. of thing. And it, it's just, you can't keep putting this pressure on them and just call them, you know, racist or what have you. They, they're not going to put up with it, you know. No, they will not. So, and I don't see a time when there will be a sort of, a, you know, when people will be assimilated in the community because they just they're not they're not encouraged to really no no in fact they're encouraged uh, not to because it, it's racist uh, to even suggest assimilation now you know yeah well that's that'd be terrible to do that it's their culture it's like they they had the, the problem and they still have the same problem with the the the, the rape gangs right and well actually in britain as well in scotland as well but yeah. that's been well hidden when it was it was when it was peaked out it was closed down the whole thing was shut down there's not even media would touch it now Right, they just, and that's another thing. It was like one of these discussions with the EU. Uh, they were pushing with Article Thirteen and all that sort of stuff is uh, supposedly to support copyright or protect copyrights. And I'm like, nah, <laughs> you want fair use taken down, and that so the the only uh, corporate media can be the news for them, yeah. and they can control those guys. And then uh, also with uh what was it the uh oh they were saying you couldn't you would be there would be penalties if you criticized online the migrant crisis or what yeah. have you and, and like, well you're very very careful now yeah. oh my god somebody was being investigated somebody in england had retweeted a poem or something that, that right, suggested right. something about homosexuality or something really weird it was and something about it, trans transgender people transgender or something gender like or that. something yeah that's yeah, really yeah. weird just to, I mean, there's people who don't like people who are transgender don't like lesbians, and it's really, really weird. I just sat yeah, reading about that. Like that. Weird. But the, the police, the the police called him up, you know. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was just like, "What the hell?" The conversation yeah. was hilarious. Really, you think about it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, until, sure until they lock has to be you up a, for it. I mean. Yeah. Well, they'd rather do that than, than investigate somebody written hit over the head by a stick or you know, a rock or something. That's yeah, yeah. And so that's basically a lot of it is the government covering up its own incompetence because its main priority is to keep you safe. And they can't yeah. do that when they've got rape gangs and whatnot. It's really embarrassing and whatnot. 
Uh, and so they do these sort of things to just, well, you just can't talk about it. Yeah. That's not, that's, you're going to create a powder keg over something like that. And it's really yeah, going to get worse than it needs to be. All sort of, any, any kind of discussion about the thing at all. Right. And, that's, and then like, eventually the pressure is going to build up and build up until it, until it blows. Yeah. And then I mean, it'll, be, it'll be a horrible bloody mess. Yeah. Cause like uh, the worst example, I think I, it was some, somebody in Germany within, uh, uh, the government and they were so the rapes were happening you know and she said well you know uh german girls you need to dye your hair brown because <laughs> it's too exotic oh. looking to to do to, to the refugees <laughs> so in other words look honey of course you got raped you're too sexy <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> you're, you're, you're showing your hair and stuff it was um but we went to we were in morocco i told you about that and, and really were people the were advised and you know before by you read the foreign office stuff or so you you mustn't, you know, show this or show that or do this or do that. Yeah. And the men will just grab girls' asses going past and just right. think nothing of it. Yeah. You know, because if you're showing a bit of leg or doing something, it's not right. Yeah. And heaven forbid you be blonde. Dear God, it's like, it's, <laughs> it's quite frightening, you know? Right. And I mean, and now granted, that's their country, country, you know? Yeah, that's their country. Yeah, exactly. I suppose you've got to sort of live, yeah. be sensible. But if they come over into your country, uh, listen, asshole, you better settle down. <laughs> you know? But, but, but yeah, no, but, it's the girls' but, fault. No, 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 that's their country as well now. Yeah. You know, they're colonizing your country is what they're doing. You know? Exactly. So it's, it's quite strange. I mean, I, it's difficult to know what to. I don't know. I Sometimes I think it's a reaction to Europe's past, you know, it was war torn and the, the the colonial empires and there's I guess shared guilt well, that, for that or okay, something. Bro. I don't know. Did Germany of course row here about some pimply faced youth who happens to be a, an MSP for the Green Party or something <laughs> wrote some horrible thing about uh, Winston Churchill. Oh, and oh God. that's just blown up completely. Yeah. But but yeah. that that's just I think it's because it's, British history has been twisted so much. Yeah. And same here. He, same here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, they say history is written by the by the victors, but I'm just beginning to wonder. <laughs> it's <laughs> being, you know? well, it gets rewritten by the, 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 by the losers. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, get you, I'll get you in the end, you know? <laughs> yeah, we'll get you. We'll get you. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to rewrite this. History books completely. What the hell is this? Yeah, I mean, it's just such a simplistic approach to things like that. I mean, good Lord, Churchill, uh, of course, is it's a complicated story. There's things he did wrong here and there, but there's things he did that was great. And yeah. uh, he was the one man who, uh, well, not he was not the only one, but he f- had had foresight, was proven right, you know. And if they had listened to him earlier on, uh, World War II might have been actually avoided or at least limited, so it didn't have to become the huge monster that it yeah. was. But you know, so well, there, there you are. I mean, that's. I suppose uh, everybody tried to do their best. Uh, I mean, Chamberlain gets hammered for you know waving his bit of paper when he came back, but he was yeah. only trying to head things off at the pass anyway. Well, yeah, Chamberlain, uh, to, in his defense, like I always say, like like Neville Chamberlain was wrong, but uh, he's coming out of someone who remembered World War One, and everybody was desperate to avoid that, you know, and that was the great fear. And it was fresh in everyone's memory. It's only been 20 years. Yeah, I've been. So, of course, it's understandable that he was trying to, look, we'll, we'll make a deal with this guy. He'll shut up and go away. 
and that sort of thing. And and no, <laughs> no, and he wasn't going to do that. He wasn't going to do it. You, you give him an inch, it takes you a mile, and that's yeah. what you're dealing with. So, uh, but that's with you know you had to pay attention to the power and the violations that had already happened to the he wasn't supposed to build the army the way he did and all that kind of thing. And uh, step by step, uh, if you're not going to enforce a treaty, it's useless. So. So there's so many lessons there like that. But uh, so I I'm calling it the EU will eventually uh, collapse on its own. <laughs> that's that's my that is my um, thought as well, Douglas. I think that is probably what will happen. It may not be in the, the near future, but it will because it's, it, when the cracks are appearing now and people are, you can see the public are getting really really yeah fed up thing. Yeah, they're going to get irritated. It can't and, last. And I think that they. And, the euro and people, as it were, was the, yeah. was the big mistake. I think what's coming on the horizon is probably a full-on all-out war between Saudi Arabia and Iran, and because they're they're fighting the proxy war in Yemen now. But once if that they can starts, keep it, if they can keep it in the in that area, that's fine. Yeah, they, I mean, I remember they can't, they can't. Yeah. war. Yeah, it was like so, so distant. But the people, and people never really thought about it. Now it's it's really you feel it's really close, you know. Yeah. But there's going, to be, there's going to be another rash of refugees coming out of that, which would probably be, yep. make Syria look like a you know uh, well, a child child's play. Yeah, so, exactly. That's exactly what will happen. So I just don't see the EU standing up to that. So, uh, gee, I hate We've to be the bearer of bad news, but <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the plans for EU and whatnot that goes back a long time. I mean. Well, the, the European yeah. Council was first, and then you know and that was following. There was always a desire for it, and you can you can chalk that up to the Holy Roman Empire and stuff like that. You know, you take it back as far as you want. Eh? Yeah, yeah, it was always the desire to get back to what Rome had, I guess. And then, um, and so now you end up with what you have now, but it it, it the, the same problems are still there. So. Uh, you just need, you just need to uh, get along and have respect for people's individual cultures and leave it at that. And um, it seems to work best that way. Yes. Yeah. Meanwhile, we've got our own problems. Uh, with uh, I'm expecting Venezuela to collapse at any moment now, and that could push uh, a refugee crisis there, and we could have. Uh, it's going to push people up the way, isn't it? They're going to head north. Yeah, they're going to come here. Yeah. That it, yeah. and it's kind of a domino effect these are weak economies surrounding it and they, they burden those and they'll collapse Mexico could collapse too under this so it could be well, just a humongous shaky, disaster it? yeah it should be horrendous yes. it's about people that John Bolton was carrying and sent 5,000 soldiers to go to where the hell was it someplace in the Guatemala or some bloody thing he had that there oh, yeah. sort of panicking about that or... well I, I mean it, if they can manage the collapse, but I don't know how, yeah. you know, then they can stave off it and it won't be necessary. But I, but I don't know what you can do. Collapse brought on by, by people who who ruined the country. I mean, Chavez said all that he was a great, the great socialist in the ring, but they had a tremendous economy with oil. They had huge amounts of it. Yeah, and the money just disappeared. Yeah, they stole it and squandered it and nationalized everything and, and uh, cleaned out all the coffers, and that's it. Uh, and it's empty. That's it. Goodbye. So, Nobody. Yeah, Venezuela was one of the top economies there, and this is, a sh you know, in a little over 10 years, it's gone. It's just in, export of oil. 
it's like zombie apocalypse over there now. Yep. It's just incredible. Yeah, so, people, yeah, I don't want to hear about socialism anymore. <laughs> you know? I've never been a great advocate of it. I mean, the idea that people can be equal isn't really bloody nonsense anyway because we're yeah. human beings and nobody wants to be equal with anybody. No. The only I mean, thing you can achieve you can, is, yeah, e is the concept. You can greater wealth distribution possibly, but, you know, it's, it's a bit sort of top-heavy. Yeah, that's never. I mean, it, it, it's always someone stealing, and then the top gets it for most of us. That's what happened in Venezuela. You know, yeah, the 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 government heads are suddenly all billionaires. So yeah, as soon as you get if we have a revolution, you got somebody's going to have to be in charge at the end of the revolution. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're going to be at the top then, and then we're going to like this up here. This is good. Oh, woo, yeah. look at all this money. Who got to get these people down there? It's like the, you know, the Marie Antoinette went to meet cake or whatever, but that's what happens to people. Right. They lose all, lose all, lose all reason. Yeah, they, 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 get, they get drunk on the power, and, 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 and power is the enemy. Power is the problem. Uh, if, if, if you're working towards limiting power and breaking it up and you can spread it around and keep it disciplined, that's really the burden that people should pursue. Rather than just, I'm going to get power to help this or that. Well, you're going to abuse it. You know, it doesn't matter how, you know, it's the old saying, the world to hell is paved with the best intentions. And it's true, you know. And so it's always that danger because power is the most powerful drug <laughs> you can get addicted to. It definitely and is, yes. So that's what it is. It's, uh, yeah, power. well, we see that. We see that in, in even in a tiny place like Scotland, we see... When the SNP first came to power, they had great ideas. They did, you know, you could see they were trying to do some good stuff, change yeah. things around a wee bit. This time has gone on, and especially since losing the independence referendum in 2014, the, the power has gone completely to the heads of those who are in government. And there's only Ruby three that might have any sort of brain inside their heads. <laughs> the rest are basically hired because they're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we have some really, really dumb politicians here. I mean, we're talking third, fourth rate, you know, county councillors, you know, local councillors, really, they'd failed at that, and then suddenly they're MSPs, and they're really stupid. But what we're seeing now is with the Alex Salmon problem, he's got this, you know, this court case coming up, and there's what did what did uh, Nicola Sturgeon know about it prior to Hatman and all this stuff. So yeah. there's going to be a pretty serious implosion going on here. The cracks are appearing now. We're seeing factions moving towards the salmon camp, and there's, you know, you can, there's a split happening. And when and when you see, they're going to, uh, they ordered an internal investigation into the, into the government, into a gov internal government investigation into the whole affair, whether whether they, they did it properly or whatever it was, right. and it's chaired by a member of the government. The SNP are going to chair the inquiry into themselves. Well, yeah. well, well. <laughs> That's realised that the whole thing's completely screwed. You know, they they decided they must, they don't even think that that might seem a bit odd to people. You know, they don't even understand right. why the reason would be, what the, are you people doing? Well, they get so isolated in there amongst exactly. themselves and they don't, they, that's what happens. And it's, 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 it's strange to look at it. And it's so obvious, but I guess when you're in yeah. it, it's a different situation for them. But think, that's I why it needs to be limited. You shouldn't be able to serve continuous terms and whatnot, I, you know, and because the power become, like I said, is addictive and they can't let it go and they'll do anything to hold on I to it. I think two, four-year terms would be plenty. Right. I mean, the SNP changed from four to five because apparently they said the election in 2020 was going to interfere with the, the general election in Britain in 2000, 
in 20. So they changed, they added an extra year on, so they'd be up to 2021 when they had their next election. I mean, that was a cunning plan, wasn't it? Yeah. And then, you know, <laughs> then Theresa May calls for an election two years ago and that screwed everything up because they lost, you know, lost a whole bunch of their MPs. So that was a disaster. <laughs> so it's not been good. No. <laughs> it hasn't been a good thing. But like you, know, you say, power just, it just corrupts people dreadfully. Right. Yeah, and it's just that would be a, a real evolutionary step if you could actually have people who you know managed to do that and walk away. There's examples of it, of course, in America. We got George Washington; he walked away from power and that sort of thing. Uh, but they, you know, it 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 most of the time it doesn't happen, and most of it no one even notices it because it's just the norm of somebody. But when you've got somebody who got into power in his late twenties to early thirties. And he doesn't leave until he's in his seventies. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know you, you see no. We've got like in the in the British in the, in the British House of Commons. Yeah. I mean, we've got Frank Fields who's in his eighties now. Right. I mean, he's, he's you know he, not Frank Fields, sorry, Dennis Skinner. It's, well, I think Frank Fields is eighties as well. So it's, <laughs> it's it's you know you think I mean come on you you want other people to retire in their mid sixties. Yeah. Why don't you do the same thing? <laughs> no, which, you know, you're advocating everyone should retire at such but you guys think you're there for, you know, there's a life sort of thing. Now, you I've know, always, I've always thought the best way to do it would be at retirement age, go ahead and then run for your first office because then, you know, you've yep. you've you've made your way in life, you've worked, you've been in a business, whatever, and you've had experience well, with everybody. So now you've got that understanding that these people who come out of college and run for office, I, I just don't like them. You know, I mean, I just I don't think that's right. I'll give a pass to people who served in the military and that sort of thing, but only so much. You really need that everyday experience in just living your life. And so in a way, with normal people. yeah. And so in a way, by the time you're retiring, you've made your fortune in whatever you can't be bought. Uh, you have some experience. And you're kind of giving back to the society, which is what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a service. So it's a service. They're public servants. They forget right. that, of course. Yes, it's all. That's it's immediately forgotten. <laughs> yeah, public servant. No, no, I don't like that. No, no, no. We're, we serve ourselves. <laughs> well, they're, pretty soon they're going to want to go back to being lords and dukes and everything. <laughs> well, the house, the house of lords is full of these, you know, old people sleeping most of the time. Right, right. It does. It's just there. I don't know why, but it is. <laughs> well, they get three hundred and fifty pounds or four hundred pounds a day just for turning up. But they didn't come in, sign in, leave again. They get their money. So, wow, sweet. But deal. I suppose to have a second house of some kind, I suppose, is is a good thing. And sometimes they intervene and they can change the law. But as time has been going on, it seems to be less and less because there's every government puts their own placemen in or women. Yeah, you know they'll make something award at the age of you know forty because they want because they've lost an election so they stick them in the house of lords. Yeah, save face. <laughs> yeah, it's that's terrible. It's the cronyism is dreadful. Um, oh yeah, you know, showbiz people or or people in uh, in business, right? Put them in the house of lords. We could maybe see maybe some business people might be quite good for that sort of thing. They might understand things. Yeah. Just putting people who've been in Parliament for ten years or something and just sticking them into no. that, and they've never, never really seen anything of life at all. All they've, all they've seen is, the, is politics. Well, yeah, a lot of them defended. Was like, uh, well, I know how things work around here. Yeah, I know that's the problem. That is the problem. Yeah, it's <laughs> you like you, you join, you become a politician to change things. 
But in order yeah. to change things, you've got to join the group. And of course, <laughs> you do that and you can't change a bloody thing because it won't let you. <laughs> well, but very few are, are independent, independently minded after you know a few years. Right. It, usually they get out. You know, they said, "Well, I've done what I could do. I can't do anymore. It's it's that's that's it." You know. Then that's pretty much how you knew. Well, I guess the guy was honest. Yeah. Well, some of them. I mean, I, I, a family friend who was in the, he was a, a defence minister in the in the Blair, Blair and Brown government. He decided he didn't want to be elected. Yeah. You know, at a certain age, and Adam said, no, he said, I'll, I'll quit now, you know, I'll finish with term, and that'll be that, and he quit, and he, and he was, she immediately got a job with a defence firm. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, yeah. you're really struggling. Oh, I'm <laughs> walking away now. <laughs> I'm walking away now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we can fill that bank account properly. <laughs> right. <laughs> just piddle with MP stuff, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if only they you would know, listen to the Mr. Nelson show, they would get the right idea of what to do with me and, uh, of course, Michael Blair here. Uh, thank you for being on the show, Michael. We'll do oh, it's it again. Been a and uh, best of luck with Brexit, wherever it goes. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, you now in the, in the world of uh, nonstop twenty-four hour media and internet, we can keep in touch with everything all the time. Oh and yeah. That, you know, it's not maybe it's such a good thing. Until they make it illegal and say you can't talk about this. <laughs> well, that's quite possible. I think that's starting to happen already, yes. Yeah, there's a lot of that movement, and I think a lot of it is to save old media that's dying but due to the competition rather than figuring out how to grow with it. And there's all kinds of corruption everywhere you go. It's just all very sad. But what what can you do? Well, we can complain can you- about it here. <laughs> and we do. And we, and we do. Shall. <laughs> okay, Mike. We will. You can't change the world, but we can certainly mold about it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> little by little, maybe in a thousand years, uh, yeah, the, effort, the efforts we make now will will show fruit <laughs> for yes. the, the future. Dropping, dropping a pebble in the water, you know? The, the that's right. That's all it is. That's <laughs> all, all we got. <laughs> <laughs> You'll just have to make do. All right, Michael, and a belated Happy New Year. And, oh, uh, happy New Year, you too, Douglas. Well, have have a wonderful year. You too. I'll talk to you at some point in the future. Right. <laughs> so we'll catch up again later down the road now that I'm going to I see my equipment's working. I can have guests again. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> it was, it was it's giving me before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's half the battle, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right, Michael. We'll talk to you again soon. Yes, Douglas. Thank you very much. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked.